Hello everybody and welcome back to Stages of Sound, or welcome to Stages of Sound if this is your first time, where we go through a soundtrack to a game every week. Uh, this week, it's very exciting, a game that's very dear to Mackenzie and my hearts, Super Mario Galaxy for the Nintendo Wii. What better way to... for... for to... <laughs> <laughs> what better way? What better I couldn't game agree more. to put on episode one? We've never had an episode before. Yeah, not not a single one. Uh, we should probably open up by saying this uh, amazing soundtrack was created by uh, Mahito Yukata and Koji Kondo, the legend himself. Oh god, you did your research more than I did. I didn't have that written eh, down that's, anyway. That's about the extent of my research, but <laughs> right. I thought it was important to give credit. No, for sure. I, I forgot to do that. Usually I'm just like... If you didn't... No, Koji Kondo is like, uh, he's basically the guy that has done all of the Mario He's Mr. From he's the Mr. Very Nintendo beginning. and Zelda for the yeah. most part. Um, a lot Koji of the, Kondo, wait, did a, he also do Zelda? Yeah, a lot of the newer Zeldas, he didn't compose it, but he has been like the audio, um... Supervisor? Yeah, the supervisor for the music for a lot of the, uh, like Twilight Princess for sure. I, I'm not sure about the Dang. super new ones. Probably Either way. So. Anyway. Very Koji, impressive guy. Koji Kondo is and, uh, great. Mahito Yukata, I'm, I don't know who you are. I don't know what else you've done, but you did this, and that's enough to give you a check mark in my book. Yeah. Mario Galaxy. <laughs> Pretty, Mario Galaxy. That's that's a strong opener. Like, there's a lot to say about the soundtrack. It's <laughs> of, very good. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to like? It? We've both played Mario Galaxy all the way through, right? For me, it's oh. been probably like close to ten years since I played it, but I still remember it very well. So uh, I used to speedrun Mario Galaxy a little bit. Uh, I've played it many oh, times. Right. Uh, I 100 percented it a couple days ago, uh, and this morning. <laughs> I dug out my Wii U and played through the first two worlds of uh, Galaxy 2. <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish Galaxy 1 uh, this week? Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, nice. So, so I've, I, I'm pretty up to date, pretty fresh in my memory with the soundtrack. Mm. Um, I, I mostly, for my part in the research, I looked into Galaxy 2 a lot because I knew you were already playing through Galaxy yeah, 1. Yeah, I have in my notes because like, I actually had a lot of things to talk about from Galaxy 2. And at the bottom of my notes, I was like, okay, chill. I know Jack's <laughs> looking at that one. I need to look at Galaxy 1 <laughs> a Don't worry, bit I've got lots of stuff to say about Galaxy 1 too. So do you want to open us up with, uh, well, first off, what was like the first song from the soundtrack that stuck with you when you went back to the game? Oh, uh... Like, they really stuck out being like, dang, this soundtrack is incredible. Um, for me, it was always, uh, I have this on my notes as, like, one of my favorites, but Melty Molten Galaxy. Um, from, from, from Galaxy, Galaxy 2? Galaxy 1. Oh, right, Melty Monster Melty, Galaxy yeah, the, Galaxy 2. <laughs> similar, similar names. Uh, Melty Molten <laughs> Galaxy is very good. It's, like, one of the last levels that you play before doing the final boss. Wait, and that's the first one that stuck out to you as being great oh, for that soundtrack? Oh, are you talking about, like, what was memorable after I played it for the first time? Or the first time, the first the song first, that, like, hit when me? When you booted it up this week, and you got, you got washed over with this soundtrack, what was the first one that you, like caught again and oh. made you think oh this is this is just as good as i remember uh the file select theme <laughs> and i'm not kidding <laughs> the very first one yeah uh because it, it as a kid it was always really cool to me there's like a lot of different layers of like dynamic interaction like in that oh every single alone. time you zoom in when you it, yeah it yeah. gets a little more so yep. every time you like pass your cursor over one of the planets this is galaxy one it's probably the same Galaxy 2 as well. Every time I, you, I think so, I'm not sure. Every time you pass your cursor over one of the planets, it like plays a little like ding, like synth sound. Uh, just like to the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, 
it, it matches the key of the like chord that's playing. It's, it's oh, a we should probably of... bring that up as well. I don't think I've written it down, but uh, that's one of the most standout things of the Galaxy soundtracks in general is that every single thing that happens that has like a tone associated with it, like when you pick up a coin or shoot an enemy with a star bit, yeah. uh, the noise that it creates is always in key with the current song that's playing. Yeah, well, that's um, that's been the case for Mario before, right? It, oh, has it? I don't think so. I don't think that's. I a thought new... Galaxy was the first one that did it. That but could be. I might be wrong. Uh, well, I know they definitely brought it back for newer ones. Like it's the case in Odyssey. It's the case in like 3D World, 3D Land. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Regardless not sure of when it started, I, I always have loved that feature because it like you know that way every single sound is like in sync with the music. It's part of the experience. You know. Yeah, I mean, well, going back to the um, file select for a second though, like on top of just like a sound playing when you hover your cursor over something like that's pretty that's pretty elementary but then right. there's also like when you zoom into a new planet that you haven't um started a file on yet it like i'm pretty sure it either stays the same or it gets less complex uh before you start the new file but if you zoom into a planet that you have a file are already started oh. on it, it adds like a drum beat and becomes a little bit more intense right gotcha and on top of that the bass tune itself is just very pleasant yeah of course uh, what about you? I mean, of course, the... me, I really, really love the the tiny little planet uh, that you first start off on. I don't know if it the has gateway. a gateway galaxy. The gateway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that it's it's such a beautiful atmosphere on that planet, uh, and the music that's playing. I don't know the exact name of the soundtrack, but that has always stuck with me as like the the. It's very it's so relaxing, and like you know you're just on this tiny little planetoid that you can circle in like ten seconds, but. And all the graphics aren't, you know, very... Like, in terms of a space game, Mario Galaxy doesn't always lean into, like, the majesty and grandness of space. So this this song in particular feels, like, almost humble and... I, it's hard to describe. It's, it feels homey, you know? Yeah, I'm going to come back to that, too. Specifically to that planet. Not quite yet, because it feels like a kind of later in the episode topic. But um, mm, I, I, I do a... have things to say. Uh, good things to say. But um, right. like uh, like the planet, it, I know what you're talking about. It feels very like like cozy and kind of like yeah. And this is Mario's first time being launched into space, right? That's the and, thing. You know, the emotional core isn't like insane in this game or anything. But you you really feel like this should be something that your first experience with space isn't that it feels alien or that it's incomprehensibly huge. It's that it feels almost comfortable. Yeah. You know? But that's also the first time that it really leans into how big space is. Like the whole like vastness of like the black sky like it's very it, i always get kind of like mixed emotions when i'm on that planet because like it is very nice and very chill um but it also but it, it does it does um it does emphasize yeah it emphasizes like it emphasizes like the the scale of it all uh mm. and i will i will get back to that but yes yeah. i agree with you that's a very that's a very good one that was the first one that stuck out to me in any case it's it oh, it's beautiful yeah um so i just have here um just some of the first topics what is your it, it's kind of a, a um, big one to start with what is your favorite all-around track from either game or oh, i guess the, one my one from number each. one from galaxy one and two Ooh, if you i can say choose, one from choose, either choose, of them, choose one from both choose one from both mm -hmm. oh that's it it's probably space junk galaxy for me mm -hmm. um like i said that that really relaxing calming almost homely tone it, it's it's it really makes you feel like you're it's the sort of feeling that you get when you're stargazing you know and you're just looking up at the hugeness and wonder of it all and like 
it could feel alien, but it doesn't. They really lean into how beautiful it all is. Yeah. Uh, it, I, it's strange, because I wouldn't feel like it sort of almost doesn't fit the setting it's in, because the Space Junk Galaxy is like a galaxy full of littered refuse, right? That, I don't know, astronauts left behind when they... You know, you know how in the real world astronauts jet their yeah, detritus off know, into space? space so this is like everywhere. a galaxy just composed of nothing but that. Sure. It, should, it shouldn't be beautiful at all. Um, but it still does sort of fit that environment as well. Like, you know, it's just the, the past of everybody that's come through here and you're going around on it and it's it's so unbelievably beautiful yeah the uh, most beautiful song from that soundtrack for sure i i would agree with that it, it's definitely uh, it catches you off guard a little bit too because it's the first track mm. that's really like that like there was the gateway before that but um, but this is lean this is doubling down into it all the other levels it's been like good egg and the bee galaxy Honey hive and, yeah like, mega like, okay and then suddenly you're launched now into, you're not gonna <laughs> don't don't I'm not try saying, to i'm not saying those talk, ones are I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about the um the character of it yeah, yeah. And like I said, it almost feels like a mismatch because Space Junk is sort of... In theory, it should be something that, I don't know, like a grungy sort of theme place. I don't know. But I, I definitely think they could get away with something kind of spooky or, or like sci-fi, like, like kind, of, kind of like a Metroid-style ambience kind of thing. Yeah. And kind of maintaining the same like setting, and it would fit. But I think but what they did... But instead, they went for something beautiful. Yeah, uh, th th I think what they did in that one was perfect. And that brings me to... Um, what is your favorite song from both games, <sighs> Mackenzie? You okay. can't just ask me. Well, you okay, say your Galaxy 2 pick first, and then, oh, then uh, I'll go on. Oh, oh that, that was my favorite of both of them. Oh, together. I see. <laughs> but if you that is inherently my favorite of Galaxy 1. Yeah. If I then go over to my favorite of Galaxy 2, it's probably... This might be a bit of a sleeper pick, and it's a very different tone from the others, but... Yeah. Probably Bowser Jr.'s fort. Me too. Um, I have that written on my oh, page. Yeah. As your absolute Bowser favorite Jr.'s fire flotilla. Two? Yeah. It's it's so it's, it's super so good. good. It's like a like, perfect balance of like whimsical and militaristic. That's exactly what it's I was thinking. Very it good. feels like a child has set up a little military fort God, in their bedroom. We keep touching like, on bigger topics that I want to cover later because I know I think I know <laughs> how they did it. But I want to talk oh, about another. How one they too. established that yeah. Sure. Yeah, we'll just touch on that now. For me, Bowser Jr.'s fort is my favorite from yes. Two. I okay. I, I will, um, each of mine has, I, I kind of cheated, each of them have kind of two, uh, oh. <laughs> but for different okay. reasons, um, sure. Galaxy 2 was more, I just couldn't decide and I didn't really have time to like think it through, um, right. Galaxy 1, it's, um, Melty Molten Galaxy is still my favorite for just how it's composed, I think it's a very, very well written piece and it like really captures kind of like, it's like the penultimate challenge before you go beat up mm. Bowser. Yeah, um, yeah. If, if you that. play the game normally, unlike me, where I get every single star <laughs> in the bedroom and then immediately jump to the center of the galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> but, yep. um, uh So that's that, that's my favorite just for like how it's written. It, I, it has always stuck with me. Yeah, my it's got favorite, a very strong tone um, for sure. My favorite for how it is placed in the soundtrack is actually Freeze Flame, I think. I think, like, it, it's it's very, um, it, it's not the strongest I don't, I don't think one I can actually place world. Freeze Flame. Like I said, it's been about uh, 10 years since I last played um, the game. Well, hmm. the, yeah, the... What's it like? Uh, so, Freeze Flame, like, its whole gimmick is that there's a planet and part, half of it is ice and half of it is fire, and you, like, flip between the two. And, of course, when you're doing that, the music's gonna flip between the two as well. The soundtrack also changes? And, oh. Yeah, and I, I'm always a sucker for stuff like that. Just like really simple, like dynamic changes between like 
two locations. Yeah, the uh, sorts of thing that could only really be done in games, maybe opera. Exactly. Well, <laughs> but no, but it but it's so interactive. Like the player, like right. if you're, especially you yourself. Um, between them. I think the first stage of that uh, galaxy is entirely in the ice level, and that's all you're exposed to. That's the only part you hear. I remember um, playing through that for sure. In the second level, it's you start in the ice and then fly over to like the in the interior of the planet where it's all fire. And the, the music stays the same. It's the same clear, like, harmonic material, same melodies. Um, but the orchestration changes and the uh, vibe changes. Like, they add, like, a little, like, conga drum. Uh, they add, like, a little drum oh. in the background. It's just, like, a... Because ice, you always get with, like, like high-pitched, like, synths and, like, really, like, mm, sparse. Of course. Like, you, you, in you know every that. video game ever. But, like, yes. especially Galaxy, I think, does it really well. Uh, mm. Galaxy avoids the sleigh bell for the most part. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there's a song in Galaxy 2 that is the Christmas level where they just put sleigh bells in <laughs> I'm there. I'm aware. Well, Galaxy yeah. 2, I feel, kind of starts to... Um, Galaxy 1 is very much its own thing. Galaxy 2 plays Galaxy off... Galaxy 2 gets very derivative. It plays off of other Marios, like a lot of 2D Marios, like way yeah. more. Yeah, that um, was honestly... I was going to talk about that. I probably will talk about that in more depth later. Sure, but yeah. Galaxy 2... Galaxy 1 felt like it was really trying to set its own identity, which I think it succeeded at very well. Yeah. Galaxy 2, when it's trying to do that, with stuff like Bowser Jr.'s Fort, mm -hmm. uh, or other songs that I'll highlight later, is just as strong, sometimes even stronger than Galaxy 1. It's at its weakest when it's just sort of going through the motions, doing fan service. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it can be more creative. I... And when it is creative, it's great. Yeah, I mean, I think I will say that, like, as a game, Galaxy 2 is probably just Galaxy 1, but... Again. But again, but kind of better in certain ways. Like, I think I enjoyed the gameplay experience of Galaxy 2 a little bit more than Galaxy 1, even though I spent, like, way more time with Galaxy 1. Yeah, I agree with that. They sort of streamlined the formula gameplay-wise. But, um, um, well, you've seen, I'm sure, uh, I can't remember, is it Game Theory? I don't know. But the whole idea where it's like it, it's a different type of game, like yep, I I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, anyway, Galaxy One is like pseudo open world. Galaxy Two is very like level based. Oh, you know who it was? It was Barry from Barry from Game yep. Grumps. Yeah, his whole like <laughs> we'll try to link analysis. the video in the description if yeah. we can remember it. Well, yeah, um, but it's the whole idea of how um, Galaxy Two kind of like uh, embraces its identity as a course clear Mario rather than a, a 3D like collect a thon mm. Mario. And so as much as that might have helped it in terms of like gameplay design, it might have also hampered it a little bit in terms of music design because they weren't allowed, maybe not weren't allowed, but they weren't incentivized to get us creative and free with it. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, anyway, That's just but, purely speculation, though. And now for my favorite Galaxy 2 songs. We're still on this train. Um, right. <laughs> do you know Space Storm Galaxy? Space Storm. Yes, I do. It really? That's, that's your favorite. so good. Uh, I, I had it highlighted actually as a song that I, was better than I expected it to be, yeah. but it's also rather short, isn't it? It's pretty short. I'm a sucker for songs that use really low piano uh, in that kind of mm. way. Yeah, like it struck really me when I was... Like a really heavy emphasis on like a... Like a um, what's it like, like like kind of like a driving low piano like it, it really gets me yeah it, it like that was one of those songs that like i started listening to it and i was i just thought okay this is another ambient track sure i'll, I'll hear it through and then as it went through I, I just kept thinking wow this is really really interesting and it's only getting more interesting yeah. and i do wish it was longer because the the themes and the ideas it was playing with musically were 
were very, very cool. I feel the same about like a lot of the tracks in here. A lot of them feel almost underdeveloped, but like it makes sense. A lot of the game, a lot of the levels aren't long enough to really warrant. Yeah, that. yeah. There's like <laughs> I, I don't know, like upside down or topsy turvy galaxy stuff like that. They have like yeah. one idea they play with, and then that's that's all they in really have that's in Galaxy for. Two, right? Like Galaxy Two, yeah. Up, upside. Um, I noticed this for the first time this morning. Actually, I was playing through that level. Uh, the music is different depending on the direction of the gravity. <laughs> oh, is it yeah. an interesting switch? Uh, when, so when in your when you're um like right way up, it's like uh, just kind of normal, like a like a lead synth plus um. Uh oh. Oh. Sorry, my computer is like yelling at me. I, I don't think it disconnected me. Anyway. I can still hear. Uh, you yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, when when the um gravity is correct it's very kind of like a typical like lead synth with like a bass beat and like it's kind of normal uh normal. When, it, when it flips over the lead synth um kind of drops away it's still you can hear the melody but it's not as forefront um you there's this drone like this like kind of synth drone that oh. takes over like like if you're listening for it it actually sounds a little bit ominous like <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking it's trying to set in the tone that like this is the this is not the, normal is direction the, for gravity to be topsy-turvy direction you're kind of it's all <laughs> kind of weird yeah uh, and I almost didn't catch it because I tried to beat the level without flipping the ga the gravity. <laughs> Just as a self-imposed challenge. Yeah, I thought it'd be fun, but there was a point that, where did I was you like, get far? I uh, got a good distance, but there was a certain point where I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> I'd hope so. Yeah. Anyway, that that was the the we were, what was our first train of thought? That's the conclusion to our favorite songs from Galaxy One and Two. That's about right. Yeah, the other one so I have for written me, here it's, for Galaxy it's Space Two Junk. is. Um, yeah, like I, I said it already, but the Bowser Jr. Ford. Yep, yep. So for uh, my favorite song from Galaxy One is Space Junk, and Mackenzie's favorite song from Galaxy One is what was it again? Melty Molten. Melty Molten. Yeah. Yep, Melty Molten. Uh, and then my favorite from Galaxy Two is Bowser Jr.'s Fort, and so is Mackenzie's. But but I'll, if I'll go with Space Storm. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> Space Storm. I can respect that because Space Storm is a little less well known as well. It's yeah. a little more low key. So um, what I want to get into now is something that I've noticed with you is that you're very picky when it comes to uh, rehashing of old melodies and and <laughs> uh, and, um, and like remixes. Uh, what is your take? There's on a how, lot of them. What's your in what, Galaxy what, What's two. your take on even in Galaxy One how they use um, songs from old Mario games in like the more platformy levels. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Well, like theme, overworld it, theme what is it? Remixed. Toy time. Yeah. Uh, toy yeah. Team, I, toy I don't toy necessarily time. hate those in Galaxy One, especially because those are mostly reserved for the very like not exactly one-off levels, but the more sort of gimmicky, often shorter levels. Like the athletic theme in particular mm -hmm. is used like that. Uh, and then in Toy Time Galaxy, they redo the Mario One theme completely. That's maybe a little egregious, but it's not the end of the world. I wouldn't put it anywhere in my favorite songs it's um it's a pet it's okay it's actually quite a bit big uh pet peeve of mine i'll be honest like i think it, toy the, time galaxy well, whenever that kind of thing happens like i get like calling back to older marios and it's definitely not like i think the remix very well so in your face about it in galaxy but that's, one i think i just it feels like a missed opportunity to me like i agree the, like, I if totally there was ever that. a level for um the, them to kind of get weird with their like kind of spacey sci-fi music it would be like it would be the course levels, levels like those yeah um, I and I feel like that. they just didn't do that. They just remixed old Mario level because the music is already great for stuff like that. Obviously, like they've <laughs> it's been but tried and proven. In we've the past. already heard it. As the exactly, thing. they had room for experimentation, and I feel like they didn't take yep. risks in those uh, spaces. I totally agree with that. Um, and like in in regards to it's even worse than Galaxy Two 
because there's more of them like that in those sorts of gimmick levels. Uh, and then also like some really critical levels as well. I would like, They'd... I, I'm going to jump in before we get to this point because oh. I know it's going to come up. Uh, I have one topic on my little sheet Throwback here. Throwback Galaxy is not what I was going to bring no, up, no, just no. to be clear. I know. I have a topic on my sheet that is just bolded, and it says, Oops, all gusty garden, Galaxy. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, I didn't I, I didn't pick up that so much. I wonder if the playlist I was listening to cut a bunch of that out. Did, did they um, put Gusty Garden so, like in its original form into Galaxy 2? Well, yes. I mean, it exists in the um, the like final trial in Galaxy 2. Oh, Doom. yes. But uh, what I'm, yeah, the, the, the perfect run. What I'm yep. more hinting at is um, not like direct quotes of the melody, but literally just saying like, that galaxy worked for its music. Let's just do it again. Same formula, same instrumentation. Let's oh, just what do is that, it like again. Fluffy so, Bluff Galaxy exactly. Fluffy, did that? Fluffy Bluff yeah. did that exact thing, and uh, Sky Station Galaxy did that exact thing. And I, neither I, of them, yeah, do you remember the melodies from amazing. either of them? I do, but that's because I just listened to I, them. I wouldn't have bothered. I, I played them this morning, and I can't bring them to mind. <laughs> I don't hate Sky Station. I think Sky I Station think is trying to differentiate itself a little. Like, it's still trying to follow that same formula and not doing it as well, but I, I can sort of forgive it for an introductory level, but when Fluffy Bluff also does it, it's it's just a little too much. Like, I, I remember list, listening through, like, the playlist and, like, mixing up, like, wait, was this Fluffy Bluff or was this Sky Station? <laughs> the intro sounds, like, so the same. Mm, um, actually, yeah. I lost it because it's actually the same music that they use in Cloudy Court, but... Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure there are a couple examples of that. Cl that like, Cloudy Court I, especially makes me so annoyed because I feel like they could have done so much more. Like, it's such a cool yeah, setting. Like the themes that they're working with, the, the composers could have gone wild with it, but instead, I don't know if they were told to just go with a Probably. throwback. Or it's, well, because it's, it, it's the nature of a, of a development company that, like that to look at something that has worked and to not stop doing that, because why would you stop yeah, doing IP, what works? Uh, yeah, IP and continuation. here we are in 2023, and uh, Gusty Garden Galaxy is like Mario's main theme now. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't go quite that no, no, far, no. but it's but probably it's, a top it's, five it's, theme. It's it's up there. I'll, Gusty Garden Galaxy, we should bring up, we've sort of like passed it by, we should highlight Gusty Garden Galaxy from Mario Galaxy 1, because that this is where it's from, and this is the episode dedicated to that. Yeah, just uh, as it like, being very good. Because it is. It's it's it is incredible. Like we are slandering these other songs uh, for ripping it off, but they did rip it off for a reason, and that reason is it's kind of incredible. Yeah, and the, the great <laughs> thing is, I think they knew it was incredible because they just use it in the final credits way more yeah. than any other <laughs> new yeah, music. Yeah, in from Mario that Galaxy game. One, and yeah. this is like Gusty Garden Galaxy. The galaxy itself is like one galaxy of what. 30? Yeah, it's, and it's not the very only standout, time that like music plays. It's not, yeah, exactly. It's a very bog-standard galaxy. But the music to it is incredible. And then they put that music that appears in that galaxy and nowhere else in the credits of yeah, the game. they knew. Because, yeah, they knew that it was incredible. <laughs> they, they knew what they had on their hands. Koji Kondo knocked it out of the park. Or the other one, depending on who wrote it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, the credits for that one in particular oh, is said it Kondo? Koji Kondo. Okay, okay. But, I mean, if the... Uh, I'm sure that it was probably a group effort. I'm sure. The the team that played it on the orchestra also knocked it out of the park. So the team, I like that. What the band? The orchestra. Is that what I should say? Oh, speaking of the orchestra, <laughs> the Nintendo's first foray into like actual orchestral music in a video game was it Nintendo believe, as a whole's first? I time? believe it was the first game, especially the first flagship game of of Nintendo that was like mm, live. That's recorded. probably true. Um, they thought about it. I, I think I, they, I did, they a, did a great. I did a little 
YouTube short about this, but like they thought about it for Twilight Princess, but it ended up not being feasible, and they ended up making that all MIDI. Mm. Uh, honestly, I don't, I don't hate that decision for Twilight Princess. But yeah. I, I feel a lot of nostalgia for those not high-end MIDI, but like the MIDI that has that came out right before everyone switched to orchestra. Yeah. That sort of artificial sound appeals to me a lot, but that might that, just be my that nostalgia. Is, like, that is very Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess is maybe like <laughs> exactly. the. Um, the game that kind of captures that the best but we're not talking about that game right now (laughs) mario galaxy switching off of that uh was a smart decision i mean obviously not the whole thing is live orchestra clearly like there's definitely some like electronic yeah there's lots of in terms of the general feel of the soundtrack there is a lot of like bombastic orchestra but there's lots of synth uh, lots of classic electronic music like we've been talking about those soundtracks do like to do their callbacks so part of that is calling back to their own history which means chiptune stuff yeah um but i think they blend it really well overall yes and i think it was a very smart step for them to take uh because i mean orchestras are great and they blend it in a very cool way too because they do focus on the orchestra quite a bit like there's quite a lot of like at least like strings if not a full orchestra playing no matter what there's always also like synthesizers happening but usually they're not the focus they're usually kind of like yep, scattered I, I in like the, that as well. the like like upper parts of the register just kind of like making noise being like um kind of like a background spacey sparkle. tone but it's very noticeable and it's very mario galaxy like it's very characteristic mm. of the it has soundtrack. a very distinct sound yeah, yeah i agree um uh, like mario odyssey did something interesting where it, it sort of almost went with more folk instruments and not quite as grand of an orchestra sound yeah and that works very well for it but well, mario Odyssey it's not really leaned into yeah yeah, it leaned into, like, the grand feeling most of the time. And that also makes the songs like Space Junk and, like, Gateway Galaxy feel even more, like, small-scale and personal, you know? Yeah. Um, I will say one of the levels that I think did the um, kind of synth plus orchestra really, really well was Battle Rock Galaxy in Galaxy 1. Mm. I, that, um, that was one of my key topics for sure. Battle Rock Galaxy feels very, very... It, 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 depends, it depends on where you are. If you're like on the Battle Rock or if you're on a planet kind of further away. If you're further away, it's just the like synth kind of thing that's in other levels too. Um, but Battle Rock, its whole theme is just a reorchestration on top of that like um, kind of calm synth sound mm-hmm. into like this militaristic kind of march and it's, it's very very cool and it's very well done because the original synth never stops playing it's just this orchestra is layered on top of it to make it a totally mm-hmm. different character but you can still yeah. hear it and that, and then that gives you the you... feeling of like approaching a military base yeah and, and since it since it's layered on top of itself like it's not um a separate track entirely that just allows you to go to other planets and have it just just cut off one of the layers of the soundtrack and yeah. it's the same and it track. doesn't feel intrusive at all no, it does it but just it, but flows it totally naturally. totally changes the character as well so mm-hmm. i think that's the best like example in terms of, how of they like that. yeah integration of the gameplay and the structure into the music battle rock galaxy is near flawless yeah other, so should we just go through some standout tracks from Galaxy 1 then while we're on it? Sure. And then eventually we can move on to Galaxy 2? Uh, I want to talk about Toy Time a little bit, um, but specifically... Yeah, we've sort of discussed it no, already. No, no, um, Specifically the the Mecha Bowser level. Um, oh. Because it has... Do they change that up? Yeah. It, I feel, is um, a precursor to what uh, Bowser Jr.'s uh, fort is in Galaxy 2. It's very similar. Uh, it sounds very militaristic. Um but whimsical it does that and i think it does mm. that using uh time for some music terminology folks uh Ooh. the phrygian mode 
Uh, so for the uninitiated, the ah, mode, that's the silly one. No, not usually. Um, Isn't the it? Phrygian mode is like a minor scale, uh, just a natural minor scale, uh, but with a flat two. Uh, so you often hear it in like really kind of like uh, ominous pieces. Um, it, it oh. invokes like Spanish sound sometimes, like the dun 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 dun. Like that's that's very flat too. Mm. So, um, but in this one, they use it uh, in kind of a, a silly way. Like they they kind of play. Hmm. They, it makes. Um, I, I think that if if the melodies and the harmonies were played with just like a minor sound, it would sound serious and it would sound very like this is like a. Uh, a really um, threatening kind of uh, challenge that you're facing, but to make it Phrygian, somehow when they add it to like the kind of march feel, um, like I'm talking about Mecha Koopa right now, but right. Um, but it, they do the same in uh, Bowser Jr. It, it, it just has a whole different uh, vibe to it. Gotcha. Interesting. So they had the structure uh, figured out for. Uh, how they wanted that sort of silly militaristic feel to go, mm -hmm. and then they just expanded upon it with Bowser Jr.'s Fort, you think? Yeah, I, I think Bowser Jr.'s Fort is definitely more silly, and that comes, I think, from well, like they... the, the, like, the bass, kind of like the bump, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. But there's a moment in uh, Bowser Jr.'s as well that, like, it, it kind of throws you for a loop, right? Because it, it feels very kind of whimsical and very, like, bouncy sort yeah, of it's even got like the muted trumpets yeah, playing that, but that just then it, feel very then tinny. it just turns like 180 and becomes da, this like da, 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 yeah, da, it changes key yep. there but it, it like it it's just this gorgeous Does it go string away writing. from, from um, the it, it becomes when, when it yeah it, it becomes minor there oh okay, so it just totally changes minor. character but it, it like it feels more grandiose like far more grandiose and that's part partly just like the really lush uh, string orchestration and partly just because they have moved away from this like phrygian march right but it, it's even then in that song it, i know that we said we were going to talk about mario galaxy one tracks but uh this is my favorite song from galaxy 2 so mm. we should go into it a little yeah, bit for like sure. it, it still doesn't feel intrusive when it does that switch it feels mm -hmm. like a natural progression from that first like it, whimsical but still like driving first section you know well it's important to know it's not a dynamic change so it doesn't change depending on where mario mm -hmm. goes it's just a, a, sec a change it's in just the track. section b in the soundtrack yeah so I haven't looked into exactly how it modulates, but it's switched from Phrygian to minor. Like, it might even just be, like, um, uh, like the parallel minor. So it might just be the same key signature, but it, like, moves up a little bit. The um, second gets raised again? No, it, like, uh, well, I'd have to look into actually how it works exactly. Um, right. But I more mean, like, if it were, like, I think it's E Phrygian or something, if it goes to A minor, and it's just the same key signature. Um, gotcha. Either way. Um, Either way, they they pull it off insanely well in that. Yes, track. yes, and <laughs> yeah, because I definitely like when I was playing it, I I heard it and I was like, this is what they did in Toy Time Galaxy Two. That's crazy. Oh, because you were just fresh off of that one. Yeah. Um. They also use Phrygian. Galaxy Mario Galaxy. I've noticed a really really strong emphasis on the flat two scale degree. That's just like what has been stuck in my head. They use it for. Uh -huh just everything like in um a lot of the boss themes especially like desert or volcano boss themes they use this in Mel uh, melty molten galaxy as well um but it's the the uh dominant phrygian so it's uh 
da 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 so the third right. is raised v- so very it's, it's, classical yeah. desert sound yeah but but they do it in more than just like the stereotypical desert theme they use it in mm. uh like it's it's how they wrote like the i think first phase of galaxy 2's final boss uses that mode um ah. even just like like when i think it's in galaxy 2 when you're like uh on this the face ship and you're about to like go to a different world or something there's like a chord progression that's like minor one to like mm. the the flat two chord as well so it's like kind of um the, it's not neapolitan which means like a major chord built on the flat two scale degree but it <laughs> gotcha it, it, it um it, it makes it's it, it it's a very a it's a very it. specific driving feeling that i really associate with mario galaxy i don't mm. know how to really uh really really portray it in like a podcast form but it's like the bump 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 all bum, throughout right? the soundtrack yeah yeah for sure i understand what you mean yeah that that sort of very uh like not intensely driving but still like almost a little tense yeah. feeling yeah and that definitely. and that definitely like it, it, there's something there with their like really heavy use of phrygian i don't know it's very cool because gotcha. phrygian is it's the one that uses the flat too so but then it's also when they veer away from that it starts to produce even more interesting tones as well yeah even so even if that's like the standard it's a standard that you can uh you know elaborate on and, and change up yeah to evoke i think feelings. i think it's that's music, very baby. well done yeah absolutely um okay back to galaxy one yes sure <laughs> Well, I mean, that started with Galaxy 1. It was, we were talking about yeah, Toy Time well, Galaxy. We, yeah, Toy Time overall, I'm not a big fan. Like, no. it, it's a good orchestration of the Mario 1 theme if you're going to have to do it. Uh, well, did you uh, have I was, to I it? mean, I, Toy Time itself, I don't care about. I was talking about yeah, just like the yep. music that plays I know, on your, the, the on last the, part. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know, sorry, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, go into speedrunning discussion for a second. That is my favorite okay. level because you don't have to use the spring one time. Oh, you it. can do everything there, just with fancy movements? Well, usually, like, when you're as Mario, if you triple jump or backflip and spin, you, you just go as high anyway. Higher than... <laughs> uh, so, gotcha. for the um, Mecha Koopa, there's something called Armpit Skip, where you go oh. you go at the very beginning and you just, like, long jump to the side and wall jump between the arm and the body of the thing. Huh. Get on top of the arm and then you're at the top already. It's fantastic. <laughs> gotcha. I love it. All right. Anyway, fair enough. That's one of my favorite Galaxy levels has, to play. Is is yeah, Mario. We should specify. We probably said this already. Both of us are very big fans of Mario. Oh Galaxy. yeah, that's the, why those we're games doing are one, incredible. But... Yep, the soundtrack is incredible. But part of that, we it's hard to separate how good we think the game is as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I mean, so I think speaking of how good the game is, Ooh. good at Galaxy. Uh, a oh. very strong opener. Yes. Uh, like, it, it's sort of standard, but this might be a bit of a tangent. When Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, it was either in 4 or Ultimate, mm-hmm. did a remix of Good Egg Galaxy. Uh, like, they did, like, the first half of Good Egg Galaxy, and then they transitioned it into, I think it was Gusty Garden, add- and then they did just <laughs> the star theme as well. Wait, At the end, like, like you know, the, the Mario star theme. Like the Invincible star? Yes, yep. I and, am and not familiar it's, with that's, this it's track. not it's not a remix of Gusty Garden Galaxy anymore. Or it's not it's sorry. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a remix of Gusty Garden. It's not a remix of Good Egg Galaxy anymore. You're just like doing a Mario Galaxy, I don't know, uh medley, sort of, but it, I wasn't a fan. I think Good Egg Galaxy is good enough that you could have dedicated a whole uh cover to just that. Yeah, you know? I think Good Egg Good Egg Galaxy is fantastic. Um I think maybe it doesn't stick 
quite as hard as uh, Gusty Garden. I, it, I think it's hard no, for but something it's, to it's stick not, quite that hard. But It's uh, not trying to get go for that same epic feel. Like, it's it's a little quieter, a little more reserved. It fits really, really well for a World 1. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I guess so. It, it definitely has that same, like, bombastic intro. But um, once that goes away a bit, it's just like a... I'm trying to chill. remember. Yeah, and and a, it ramps a up chill. a little bit as it goes, but like it, it, it never hits those same highs as Gusty Does it? I don't think it, it, it needs It's to. just a set track, right? Like It doesn't ramp up depending on where Mario is in the No, level. I'm yeah. pretty sure it, it does through. No. Yeah. Still, though. Yeah, I, I think it's wonderful. Uh, it, I wouldn't call it one of my favorite tracks. Like It's not in my top five or anything, but like no, but it's, it's a great for opening, the place it's in. Right? Yeah, like, you, you, I think so. You get it like right off the, right off the bat. Um, yeah, and and likewise, I, I'm sorry to go one more, no, but good. this is sort of the same train of thought. Honey Hive Galaxy is also very good. It <laughs> is because yeah. it, it's 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 groovy and and jamming. It doesn't go quite as far as I'd like, but it, it sets that tone very well. Um, I feel like there are kind of however two there are kind of two different types of galaxy track. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. There's <laughs> uh, to me that would be like uh, Gusty Garden and Space Junk are the two types, and then there's Honey Hive off in the corner. Oh, I guess so. Well, I, I was actually kind of <laughs> slotting um, Space Junk and Gusty Garden in their own category for a moment because I think uh. I think um, uh, Honey Hive and its kind of type is its own thing. It's very characteristic and it's very silly. The the whimsical. Like there's, yeah. there's silly and there's like epic, and they're they're very kind of opposed. I'd say that's that's true of Mario music in general isn't it that's i'd say oh, true i'd say in galaxy there's more emphasis on the epic and it's it's less of like yeah, a like an 80 percent silly and more of a 50 percent silly but the silly mm. is definitely still there and still very strong i think honey hive is great yeah uh, i would also like to say uh honey bloom and honey hop galaxies from Ooh, galaxy I 2 did you those. hear okay so it is the exact same track as honey hive, okay which would normally i'd normally be like you're just redoing the same thing right but they're literally just ripping the same track and it's a game that's a direct sequel in the same engine whatever i don't care uh but what they did is they added some very nice counter melodies like on a, on a like uh I very airy flute and as well they've got like uh extremely muted trumpets just uh blaring along to add to that like jazzy uh groovy feeling it's it's really really nice I see. like the additions they made to honey hive because honey hive in its own is sort of it's it's funky but it's not like um you know you're not gonna dance to it you're just sort of like nodding along to it like yeah this is quite solid so, but like when they add those counter melody flutes and those uh muted trumpets it really like hey this is really nice honestly this might sound weird uh, if a game is like just fully ripping the original, but then adding more layers onto it, I'm often more okay with that mm -hmm. than like them just doing the original in their sound font and doing nothing new with it. If that's that makes interesting because I feel like that's... at least they're exploring m new musical ideas in the original sound. It's right? true, but a, re a remix using a new sound font is kind of exploring new musical more ideas. Effort. In terms of exploring new like timbre and new sound, like as it relates yeah, to that true. track. But I definitely see what but you mean. But it also feels like, like in a game like this, where it's just going from, uh, like everything's in the same engine, the music all sounds the same anyway. Doing it like this is inoffensive, and they're adding more onto it. So it's mm -hmm. sort of, it feels like an extra bonus instead of. But you could have done something new here. You know what I mean? Oh, do you know what I have? I think I have my least favorite example of just using old stuff in Galaxy Two. Oh well, I mean the the one bout there's a boss area that uh -huh. is just 
the Mario 64 Bowser levels. Well, okay, that one, but that again, one I don't like very much either. I, I wish I liked those because I really like the original, like the Bowser levels from Mario 64 have, have great music. Yeah. But this one is, it's sort of just, like, it's exactly what I was complaining about. They took the original right. and then they put it in Mario Galaxy's sound font. So and they didn't even do that in a particularly interesting way. No, they still have it, like a lot of the it same It does sound very Galaxy, or uh, Mario 64. Um, yeah. I have an interesting relationship with that piece because I played Galaxy well before I played Mario 64. Played Mario 64? So you know, that was I my first that was my first well. like introduction to that piece. So I still love it. I think, I think it feels I mean, I, when I, I think, hear it I yeah, think I, I, I think was Galaxy. Uh, but now that I know it's from 64, I know like kind of what they did, and I think they could have done more right. or just made a new track. And I think yeah, that's what because I because like otherwise about. like. Bowser Jr.'s Fort is incredible. That's what I was and saying. Mario, um, Bowser's Galaxy Generator as well. Yes. From Galaxy 2 is also very, very good. I was going to say Galaxy Reactor, I have this on my notes, might be one of the best composed pieces in Galaxy. Like, just oh, sure. in general. Like, it's it's yeah. it's a masterpiece. It's not... Like, I didn't put it as one of my favorites because it's not, like, the most standout thing in the world. Like, it's it's definitely, like, you hear it and it's like, this is a final boss level. Sure. Yeah, you, anybody that hears this song will will realize this is a very high-quality song. But sure. it, I, I think I remember playing it for the first time and being like, oh, this is for real. This is... Yeah, this is good music. I think they, they nailed it. They nailed the tone. It fits perfectly. It's incredibly well orchestrated. It's it's it's, it's good to listen to on its own. Mm-hmm. Even like like I, I just listened to it on my own and it was great. So I know yeah, I noticed when I, when I think back to any of these pieces, the ones that I like a lot are the ones that have really really good string writing. And I I think that mm. Galaxy Reactor is similar. Like it, it it's the part that I really love in the Bowser Jr. Fort, and it's the part that I, that I love in like the final yep, level. I agree. It's just I mean, like I'm a really really for... lush string writing. It's great. I'm a sucker for an armada of violins anyway. Yeah. I think that like 30 violins is my favorite instrument. <laughs> so, well, yeah. it's that. It, that's one of my favorite kind of colors from the soundtrack. My other favorite is piano. They use piano so well all over. Mm. Like high piano in Space Junk. Just a, Space Junk, uh, yeah. Yep. Low piano in, um, like I said, Space Storm. Space Storm. And also, yeah. also some of the, like, the spookier galaxies in Galaxy 1. Yeah. Well, one, I think the biggest criticism I would give to these soundtracks overall personally is that they're a little unvaried like i mm-hmm. and that sort of comes from wanting to just take an orchestral approach mm-hmm. almost all of the songs are very orchestral or very synthy and or or like with space drunk piano led but even that is very heavily synth as well right yeah and they don't really veer away from those sounds very much that's sort of all you're getting from these soundtracks and they do it incredibly mm-hmm. they they use those sounds for everything they're worth but they don't they don't really experiment a lot with the types of sounds that they have what do you wish they had done differently Mm, it's hard to say even then but i mean take stuff like like i said earlier odyssey does like it has a lot of varied instrumentation a lot of varied tone like take something like uh steam gardens like it's a very abnormal track you if you heard that in galaxy it would really stick out you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so there isn't really stuff that sticks out there's just stuff that rises above, mm-hmm. and I think they could have done a little more to make it unique and interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's all interesting, but unique specifically. Um, and it's a very minor criticism, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, overall, it's a fantastic soundtrack. Like, we, we chose one for episode one that was very hard to really harshly criticize because it's yeah. very, very well made. Um, I think, in general, we, we don't want to really often cover soundtracks that we don't like yeah um, well like that we're just slamming so that that just that, that like just it. seems kind of mean-spirited <laughs> <laughs> uh, i it, it could be interesting to break down why stuff doesn't work but overall we just like celebrating stuff that does work yeah right? of course um 
I want to go back very early in the episode. You were talking about the gateway planet. Mm-hmm. I think it, now is when I want to kind of touch on this. Um, this is this is probably going to wrap up overall our Galaxy One breakdown. Yeah, this is a good way to leave it. I think. Um, it, I want to talk about the soundtrack's relationship with um, scale, like physical scale of the level setting. Oh. Um, so. Galaxy, I feel, operates on kind of two levels, uh, two levels of setting. There's levels that are very busy and very, um, it, you almost forget that you're in space. You have like a blue sky, lots of stuff going on. Just like, yeah, like think like of like Honey Hive, Hive um, the like buzzsaw level. Even and, Toy Time kind of falls into that. Yeah, like um, it doesn't feel like you're in space. It feels like you're in a child's room and a lot of robots are everywhere. And like you can, yep. so there's that kind of level. And then there's the very and then open there's space ones. junk, and then there's yeah. the gateway planet, and all of these levels where it, it's always the levels where you can see the stars and you can see the black mm-hmm. sky. Um, it's it, there's a direct kind of relationship with the music uh, in that the busy levels always have um, the busy levels to me feel smaller in scale. You don't feel like the majesty of space. Yeah. You feel like I you're agree. in a place, a level, like a small kind of area. When you're in a place like Space Junk or a place like even the Gateway Planet, you feel like you're in space. You're on this planet and you can see the vastness of the like universe yeah. around you. One thing that shows that to me, and not, this isn't necessarily music related, but like when you die uh, by falling off of an, a ledge or something mm-hmm. in one of those other levels, it just feels like, oh, Mario's going to tumble to the ground somewhere yeah. and, and hit it, and, and that's how he's going to lose his life. Yeah. But in Space Junk, or any of the very open levels, yeah. like when you float off into space, you get the impression, oh no, he's he is floating off into well, space. Y- usually in one of like the smaller scale levels, um, the thing that reminds you that you're in space is that there are is black, a black holes hole under the, the bottom. platform. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite true. But, wh- but yeah. what I wanted to get at was that these there's like an inverse relationship with the scale of the level when it comes to the music when the the level is is small mm. and busy the music is large and bombastic and and either epic or characteristic in its own kind of way like in honey hive um when the level is really open and really vast that's where you get the music that's where you get scale, the really yeah. small chamber stuff like the like the piano in space junk like yeah. um, even like the common observatory before it gets very big. Like when everything's kind yeah, of dark, yeah. it's very it's chamber. Like like the common observatory. But then does, it's not when played it, in when full it orchestra. lights up, when the when the common observatory lights up, it's almost like reminding you that this is the place you're supposed to focus on and not the space outside, right? Yeah. So when it it almost feels like when it gets more orchestrated, the common observatory, mm-hmm. it, it it's just like now this is the theme of the observatory well, wh- and before it was the theme of this empty ship that's floating through the vastness of space yeah, well, you know what, I mean? what, what you'll notice about the observatory is that as it gets more lit up it gets more busy and I feel like the scale mm. kind of compacts itself we should have highlighted the observatory before this the, I think the Comet Observatory is I mean, like it, among the best pieces of video game music ever composed it speaks for it's, itself it's so it's good so beautiful it's it's like I mean it's, it's a waltz right it's yeah, just a very it, classical it, it would waltz, fit in just like like if, if you told like a, a way person who didn't know the galaxy soundtrack that it was just like a waltz that you hadn't heard that like was Strauss made, yeah it was made in the 17th century right? they'd and, be like yeah that, that checks out it's a very like classic yeah. melody the very classical like waltz structure it makes sense absolutely um but, and yeah, the way that it builds itself. Yeah, uh, the very first time you hear up. it, like the first time you get to the Comet Observatory, it's played with 
I think harp, piano, a and a couple right? of strings. Oh, it vibraphone is what it is. Yes. So yeah. it's very soft and it's very, very intimate, and it's very, very spacey. You can yeah, very the ship around you is all like dark, hardly any yeah. is powered. Uh, so, and... so your focus is on the the vastness Stars of space and how kind of like you were in Mushroom Kingdom ten minutes ago. Now you're in the middle of like the universe on the spaceship. I don't know. That, yeah. That's my, I think, and, and my favorite part of the soundtrack. I think you're right. I'd never put that together before, but every time that it does really emphasize that loneliness, that openness, it, it always gets very small in scale. Mm-hmm. And that sort of, it, it almost feels like it's recognizing how little it all is in the face of the vastness. You know I, what I mean? I felt that every level where you could see the stars and see, like, the black sky, it was almost always, like, a quiet, intimate track, um, with the exceptions of boss levels. Uh and um, Battle Rock. But Battle Rock, I think, also kind of plays into this because when it's busy it and intense, like you're, when you're close to the to the warship. Oh, and when, when you're, you're far, far away, away from it, you can kind of see the stars. It's all kind of like scattered a little bit more. It quiets down and reminds you that, that you're you're very small in the grand scheme of things. Right. Interesting. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite I, I part. really like this connection. This connection is working on a lot of different like stages and a lot of different levels. So I, I think it's very, yeah. very cool. I, I've... I've been thinking of making like a full video. I'm obviously going to make a video about Galaxy at some point. Like I have to. It's, it's too good. I think to. it'll focus on scale like that. Um, mm. Do you know the uh, video essayist um, Jacob Geller? I don't think so. Look, look, look him familiar. up. I will link his video about Galaxy because he talks about scale quite a bit. Mm, it's gotcha. it's very it's very fascinating, and I think Galaxy does a really good job uh, of kind of portraying it. Um, right. The other way that that it kind of does that is. Um, the music that plays after the uh, you are uh, like a power star is available for you to grab it's 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 not climactic it's not like celebratory it's very peaceful and tranquil and kind of mysterious floating yeah because the the music of the galaxy just cuts out for the most part like save for like a few tracks it's just like a really quiet like tranquil it's very short and not very complex because you're supposed to like hear it for a couple seconds grab and then the, grab star. the star yeah but if you just kind of <laughs> sit with it for a bit after like a really like intense galaxy it's like huh <laughs> you know it doesn't it I doesn't mean, feel it, the, the grandness yeah. of it is sort of cut down because the star you're looking at isn't like a star it is a cartoon star with a face on it i mean but still i know it's just it's a it's a very i, I get what you very mean. nice like um change in pace yeah for sure is that all that we wanted to talk about for Galaxy 1? Should we move on to the highlights from Galaxy 2? Sure. I don't have a lot I, of I those, but it. I think you might. Uh, Yeah, well, first off, I, I want to do a very special shout-out to Puzzle Plant Galaxy. Interesting. Uh, uh, Is that does, you, the you, one with, like, violin, violin and Galaxy? stuff? Yeah, it, uh, like I was saying, my one sort of critique of Galaxy 1's soundtrack is that it's very samey. There's not a whole lot of different sounds outside of the tone they're going for. And, like, Puzzle Plank comes in, and it's like a hoedown. It's just, like, <laughs> a classical, like, I don't know, outback sort of violin dance number? Yeah, like, it, like, it, like, a, like a fiddle kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. It's just a fiddler playing against the devil, you know what I mean? It's... And I, I, it's whimsical and, and silly. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, a song I would jam to, but it's. Oh, it's perfect for the level, though. Like, it's written Absolutely. very well for what it is. And it's weird, because, like, are sawmills associated with the West? I don't know. Sort of, I guess. I mean, it, but that's it, um, that's one that I would slot into when I was talking about, like, whimsical versus epic. Yeah, like, it's, it's definitely it's, it's, on, like, the, the honey sky around kind, of, kind of side sure. of things. But it's still, I mean, it's still, like, 
you, you're gonna be snapping your fingers to this track. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it, it fits perfectly with the level. It's oh, unique. I, it's distinct with the instrumentation. I've been thinking about it for a second, and suddenly it all came flooding into my mind. All I, of yeah. the music. It's so good. Is that it? Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's probably in my top three tracks because it's so distinct, and because it's just a really solid piece that like it's doing everything it's trying to go for you know what i mean i think there are a few levels um like i think uh puzzle, puzzle Plank i mean that's does, definitely true does a great great job of doing that of being its own kind of characteristic i thing. understand why you wouldn't put it in your top three or anything i mean but i think it, it really speaks to me. it definitely stands out um i think uh oh god what is it um there's like the cosmic cove is really good it, it oh. reuses a, a track from other maybe even from galaxy one but it, it's very kind of like it's one of those ones where you can you can see the stars and it's very like vast. Um, the other one is uh, gotcha. Oh, what is it? it? It's kind of characteristic in the same way. It's like the Fluzzard Galaxy. Oh yeah, you, I didn't like that one very much. Well, I don't like the gameplay of it. I don't. <laughs> I really don't enjoy that. <laughs> uh, but um, the music, it's you're in a jungle. Sure are. I, like it's not. It's yep. not as. Um, the, the difference between those is that like they're distinct, but not not interesting okay and i think puzzle plank is interesting and distinct. is that, that is it just melodically interesting is that what i mean that might be what it is um and it might just be that like the tone they're trying to go for is easier in puzzle plank yeah if that makes sense or, I, I don't know. or is it interesting it. because it uses like um a certain kind of setup instrumentation that it didn't really have to use like it, it kind yeah, of really like lean, so. leaned into that kind of like country fiddle feel yeah and i kind of value that sort of thing like uh sure. really going out there with something that didn't necessarily like when you think of sawmills you wouldn't immediately jump to fiddle music but it, it still fit really well you know yeah um so. i'm trying to think because i i did only play the two um the two worlds of galaxy 2 uh i love the um the the kind of galaxy select <laughs> music the music that plays when you're like in like each world oh the yeah well yeah those are great it's like got three different versions right yeah and, well i mean yeah. i think some of them are just totally different tracks like it's not like they really iterate on each other some of them are just entirely different pieces of yep, music yeah exactly it, yeah it's not a track that changes three times it's three different world tracks yeah but uh i think they're all great i can't really remember them right now but i remember they're, one they're two pleasant. and three and they're very nice yeah, uh, overall I liked them. Uh, one thing, w another standout track uh, is <laughs> Yoshi Star Galaxy. Um, Interesting, okay. It's it's almost like not standout at all, but it's lodged in my brain. I don't know why. It, it, it's an earworm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the, the star where you get, or the galaxy where you get Yoshi as well. And, mm -hmm. and Yoshi in every single Mario game has always been like, when you get on his back, the drums part of the song yeah. kicks in. I love, that part I is love such looking a, through it's the a playlist of like Galaxy 2 and being like scrolling down to the bottom of the OST playlist and seeing like all of the galaxy names again with Yoshi with in With the brackets. Yoshi version? <laughs> and it's just like the same piece of music, but with Kongas playing. Hey, <laughs> I wanted to hear that song twice anyway, so I'm cool with it. I, but I, like, yeah, go on. It's a, a sort of, it, you know, how do I describe it? It's almost generic, but and it doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> and I sort of like it for that, mm -hmm. which is very hypocritical to say. Like it's it's just sort of grooving in its own little space for like, I don't know, a minute and a half. And it doesn't really try to do anything more than that. It, it's, mm, I'd say it's like a worse version of Good Egg because Good Egg is, is setting up what you're gonna, the sorts of sounds that you'll hear in the rest of the game. And Yoshi Star is also one of the first levels and it doesn't really do as good of a job of that, but it's it's still nice and low. Well, 
I'm okay. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Yoshi Star. It's not my favorite sure. level. It's not my favorite track. Um, but I do think it does a good job of setting up what makes Galaxy Two kind of different from Mario Galaxy One. Mm, in that uh, it's willing to like try different styles. Yeah, it, 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 I think Galaxy Two branches out a little bit more and maybe plays into the. It has, I think, a lot more levels that are. Um, Going back to my kind of analogy, uh, smaller scale, like they're yeah, they're, okay. they're kind of their own location. I think it's not as into the space theme that Galaxy exactly, one was, which is a bit of a shame. But I think Yoshi Star Galaxy is the first one. It, like it, it really is like this is kind of this is the this is the vibe yeah. we're going for, folks. Yoshi Star is is the prototype of that, and then they really they do it very very well with Puzzle Plank. I think is the way that yeah, I would look at that. Fair enough, true. Uh, um, Galaxy now, Two other... is oh. also, the, I think, the first Mario game. Correct me if I'm wrong. Where uh, beat blocks are introduced. I don't think those exist <laughs> in any other game uh, before um, that. Before that, no. It is the one where they were introduced. Yeah. What do you think are, of beat is blocks? Is that a good thing? Yeah. I don't know. I think they're cool. I think the music of the levels isn't very good. <laughs> well, sure, because the point is that you have to hear like the three, two, one, flip. But right? I mean, like, you, you, but okay, like I've, as I, a rhythm I've, game, as I said in episode good. zero. When I said in episode zero, my favorite game soundtrack probably is Crypt of the Necrodancer, and that mm -hmm. game is all about matching all of your actions to the rhythm of the music. Yeah. And and they knew that, so they made the music really, really good. So I'm I'm not giving them a pass on the beat block stuff. Fair enough. Because they needed to communicate when stuff is changing. You can integrate. I'm sure you can integrate that into the music in an interesting way. Yeah. And they didn't even try here. It feels well. Like. I don't remember Galaxy Two. I know in future games they like put beat blocks in levels and like just play oh, in like other games it's better yeah for sure. um I, in galaxy 2 and even when they're like introduced in other games there's always like a beeping sound that's like don't forget it's gonna flip in three beats <laughs> yep so it's yep. like it's a little it kind of holds your hand through it but i don't yeah, know i think i think, I think it's, even um, if they had to do that they could have made it more interesting than they did a cool element I of like, like idea. musical integration that's kind of stuck in mario games since and i'm a fan of it i, I like musical I, I agree. Int integration in game in terms of gameplay i really like oh, yeah. uh, beat blocks it, I just wish the it kind of breaks my brain a little bit. Same with like the flip switch galaxy. Like I, my my brain is bad at like. I am much worse with the flip switches than I am with the beat block. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, the level's called "Think Before You Shake," and I never do. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, You're so used to your movement letting you get this far, but then actually you need to go a little less far than you think you do. Yeah, or a little further, and you weren't ready for it, and then you fall into a black yep. hole. Uh, and you'll fall into a black hole a lot. Yeah, sure will. Um. One thing I wanted to touch on for Galaxy 2 is um, Starship Mario. Okay. I, I quite like... This might sound strange. With with the Comet Observatory, I get the feeling that, like, they had this whole grand waltz uh, and, like, the, the core melody of it, and they knew that they could expand it into this whole big orchestration, right? Okay. But when you strip down that waltz into its core components, it still sounds nice, and, like, the instrumentation they use is very pleasant for the... It's just, the, it's it's just the same track, but with much smaller scale orchestration yeah yeah uh now with starship mario this is purely speculation i feel like they made the f the first part first mm. and then as because it has the exact same um you know gameplay ramifications where as you get more stars as the game is closer to be completed the music ramps up more and more yeah uh it feels like they made the first version first and then as it went on they just sort of like slapped extra instrumentation on it mm -hmm. i'm being a little unfair it's not that bad but I, I vastly prefer Starship Galaxy 1, or Starship Mario 1, to the other two, I think. Okay. Because that, that homey, down-to-earth feel, A, fits the setting more, and 
B, I think, is better composed overall. Yeah, do you feel that, like, Starship Mario was kind of like, it was like, obviously it was an, an attempt to be the Commodore Observatory kind of again. I mean, it kind of had to be by, by gameplay, but right? I guess that the other thing it does is that even though the music becomes more complex the further you go on, the Starship doesn't change. Not really. Like the, it changes. It, they, it gets more populated. Like, they add more people, but, like, you can still go to the same places that you could before. It's, yeah, it's much less drastic than, like, the observatory lighting up and getting more functions. For yeah, sure. and the other part about the Starship Mario so, is that you never really feel like you're in space because it, it there's clouds and a blue sky, sky everywhere. That. Yeah, like we said, the Starship, or the Comet Observatory is all about uh, that space feel, and then... Starship Mario is all about that closed-in feel. So, Lumba yeah. and his crew. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Man, I love I Lumba. like it overall less than I like the Combat Observatory. I don't think that's yeah, a hot take. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's but less I do. I like, I like Starship Mario 1. I think it fits it really, really well. I think they didn't need to go further with it. And I don't think it really benefits from going further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think we're. I think this might be it for Mario Galaxy. I think we've gotten through most of our thoughts on it. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, overall, what are your thoughts on Galaxy soundtrack as part of the Mario series and on its own? I think that as a sci-fi video game soundtrack, it does a great job of portraying space and its vastness, while at the same time being a really well-done Mario soundtrack and kind of capturing like the silly platform haha Mario music. Yeah, you know what for I mean? sure. It, it, it's got both of those angles, definitely. I. That's a really interesting way to put it. I hadn't thought about that. Like, the grandness is there because they wanted to make it feel spacey, mm-hmm. but they still keep, like, the soul of, of how Mario feels in its music. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Even, That's like, a, the. a nice summary, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would probably place it in my top 10 soundtracks oh, yeah, of all time. Oh, yeah, me too. I think so. It's. it's v- Again, as a standalone soundtrack, as a companion piece to the game, it's in. It sort of ticks every box, you know? I would say it kind of pioneered um, a certain type of game soundtrack as well. You know what I mean? Oh? Like, you think so? Uh, well, for Mario, at least, like, Odyssey plays off it, I think. Um, 3D World definitely plays off it. Uh, that's true. I, I think, yeah. Odyssey plays off of it less than 3, 3D World, I would say. That's maybe true, yeah. 3D World is definitely very galaxy-adjacent. Mm-hmm. Sort of almost to a fault. Well, uh, I suppose... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess okay. 3D World is always like, like you're kind of on planets, aren't you? Like it's very yeah, galaxy-esque. It, but they didn't go all in with the theme either. No. I I really like 3D World. I'm, I'm not gonna smack talk 3D World. I at think all. it's a great. I really like its soundtrack yeah. too. Uh, but it didn't go quite as distinct as Galaxy did. And I think uh, Galaxy, as much as I said that my criticism is that it doesn't go like for more unique sounds, mm-hmm. it still deserves credit for going for as distinct of an approach as it did. You know what yeah. I mean? The, it, yeah. Galaxy, you can hear a track and you can pinpoint it as a galaxy. Yeah, and overall, yeah. I'd say that that is a strength of any soundtrack. Yeah. Unless it's uh, unless you can recognize it for being annoying or something. <laughs> I see. I True, I agree with you. Okay. I uh, had an, uh, an idea for a segment. Uh, okay. Related music. If you like Mario Galaxy... Other Ooh. music that you can listen to that you would recommend um, people check other out. Other video game music? Or just music? Yeah. Okay. Um, if you want to float by music in general to them, uh, that's probably good too. What? Huh. But I'm only going to have video game music, I'm afraid. Well, what what, 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 do, you, what do you got for that? Well, uh, for me, uh, in general, like, if you, if you really like that um, sort of homey, comfortable, 
uh, it's all grand, but it's still here sort of feeling that Galaxy's music sometimes gives, mm-hmm. and it's more quiet times. Uh, I really recommend the Outer Wilds soundtrack. I thought you were going to say that. I Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was describing the Outer Wilds with that you were. lead up, <laughs> well, so it makes sense Outer, that you would Outer think Wilds, that. Outer Wilds has a very similar approach to Galaxy in some ways. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, uh, it very like small scale, but still planets. Yeah, and, like you're on, yeah. you're on a planet and you're in a very small scale place, but then you leave the planet and oh boy, space is big. Space is real big, and, and you sort of have that realization, even though it's all sort of yeah. silly I, and whimsical I don't really, around you. I don't really remember the soundtrack quite as well, but um, I, yeah, it's, I believe it's, you. Yeah. What I'll say is it really leans into, like, it has that du- duality. It doesn't have the grand orchestration, but it does have, like, the um, chill and whimsical and also the, like, cold, harsh edge of space in that soundtrack. And if that's what you're looking for, I'd recommend The Outer Wilds. For sure. I don't... I can't think of much right now that isn't also Mario. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, <laughs> just other Mario games for now. Yeah. It's like, if the Mario Galaxy soundtrack sounds appealing to you, most other Mario games will will surely have what you're looking for, for as well. For sure. All right, Jack, what have you been playing lately? What have what's, I been what's playing on, lately? What's on the, on the game? Uh, I've been playing RimWorld lately. Ooh. Oh, wait, hang on a second. This is another space game. Why didn't I just use that as my example? <laughs> <laughs> RimWorld is a uh, like management sort of game um, okay. in, this, in the vein of Dwarf Fortress or no- Oxygen Not Included, yeah. those sorts of games, right? And it's all about like you uh, you crash land on an alien world and you have to try to set up a colony. And the music is very interesting. It's like almost Western inspired. Okay. Uh, like it, a lot of it is very chill. Uh, a lot of it is, you know, when it when fights happen, it gets a little more actiony. When it's more relaxing, it gets more relaxingy. Uh, and it doesn't really feel spacey at all. It, it all has like a very, very, again, Western sort of sound, uh, and it's very distinct. Interesting. Um, lots of guitars. Uh, lots and lots of guitars. Actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> some nice general percussion. Uh, I've I've been a fan. Uh, it's the sort of soundtrack that, like, when I'm doing something relaxing, but I want to have music playing in the background, I'll throw on the Rimworld soundtrack. Almost every song is good for that. Nice. So, I guess it, it's not, you're not going to get a ton, a ton of variety from it, but it has a very soothing sort of uh, vibe. And in terms of standout tracks from that game, probably one that's less, uh, less relaxing is Don't Freeze Up, which, like, starts very, uh, it's one of the combat tracks. Mm-hmm. It starts very, um low-key and like building uh, because in that game raiders will attack and they'll start to approach from the sides and you have to prepare your defenses Mm -hmm. and that music plays in general like when that part is happening and then when they actually start attacking and it sort of launches into the full swing of the melody it feels very intense uh probably my favorite song from the soundtrack i wonder um how how is it like when you're on kind of the planet do you Hmm. Like what kind of? Sp- you don't go to other planets or anything. Yeah, it's I- all just you're setting up your base. Okay, so it's not like the most space themed thing in the world, or no, it's just got sci-fi like branches off of it. Okay. But it feels like you're you're setting up a home and a colony to stay in, which I think is why the homey feel of it uh, works really well. That's interesting. I, I, yeah. That 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 kind of draws parallels to Galaxy a little bit. That's yeah. That's why like I was you, thinking. You, why you, didn't you I just get, use like, this as my example? Kind of the the, the homey, <laughs> comfortable soundtrack when you're like going to the comet observatory for the first time and that's where you're going to hang out for the rest of the game you know yeah yeah that's a good comparison uh yeah so that's what i've been listening to lately i have been playing near automata and i've been playing it for about two Ooh. hours now 
Um, that, that's a game we could definitely make an episode definitely uh, I definitely need more time to kind of get my bearings on the soundtrack I think it is very good I think it's obviously very good no one's going to question that really um, <laughs> it's uh, it's use of vocals is fantastic uh, there, a lot of tracks yep. has this like really kind of uh, uh, nasally um, almost overtone singing kind of style like a kind of like a wailing like like female voice yeah, uh, it almost it reminds me of in episode zero we talked about how Axiom Burst yeah, did interesting very stuff similar. with that. It feels like it has that sort of positive uh, atmosphere going for it. Yeah, not a positive atmosphere as in they're all happy. It's, as it's in the atmosphere. In is fact, very when, good. I feel like when it, when it sounds like that, it's like you're fighting robots and it's all very uh, intense. Creepy. But, yeah. No, I uh, I mean, did near one some kind? Did it win Game of the Year Best Soundtrack? Um, I, I think can't it remember. One best soundtrack. I'm Definitely sure nominated. nominated. Yeah, it, yep. it has a, a very solid soundtrack. Very, very good. I, sure. I would be. And I'm excited for you to hear more. I would it. be excited to dive into it. Have you played that game? I haven't, but I've heard all the soundtrack. Okay, I, I honestly. I own it actually. I downloaded really? it for like three dollars one day when it was on sale, and I just. Yeah, well, I, I got it on the summer it. sale, like a few, uh, like ah. last week, but um, it's crazy. I had never really engaged with anything near Automata ever. Like I had never looked at any of the gameplay near at all. Exactly. Yeah. I, I had never really engaged with it. I at could all. see it's it fun. being the sort of game you get really into. I, I sure. enjoy like it. you specifically. Really? That's <laughs> it, well. I mean, it gives me uh, Xenoblade vibes in certain ways. Oh, for sure. It's, the way know, that it's, it's like it's, taking it's, it's a story a, that's taking itself seriously, JRPG. but also very you anime. Know, it's a modern yeah. action JRPG. Well, so. Well, yeah, it, more on the action side than the RPG side yes, for this, but um, still. So you still level up, get weapons, get upgrades and whatnot. Anyway. Yeah. Very unique soundtrack, too. Yep. I, I, I second this. Go listen to the Nier Automata soundtrack. I am excited to talk very, about very it. There will be a Nier episode in the near future. Undoubtedly. Uh-huh. Maybe not near future, but the yeah, future. Well, <laughs> don't kill my bit, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, speaking of future, our next episode is going to be, drumroll please... Mackenzie, would you like to oh, do the honors? I was like, are you going to say it? Or are you... Okay. Uh, I'm setting you up. Pokemon. Uh, I'm tossing you the alley-oop. Pokemon. Ooh, nice dunk. Boom. Scarlet and Violet, specifically. Yeah, Scarlet and Violet. Uh, we were thinking of doing multiple generations, but we'll probably go through them one at a time over the course of this. We will see. There's enough to talk I, I'd about. I'd say if by the end, by like halfway through the episode, if we feel like there's things to talk about from other Pokemon games, <laughs> we can jump into it, but you know. Judging by how this one goes, I don't think we're going to have problems filling the time. No, I, I think it'll be fine. Well, and... Well, I mean, we'll obviously get into it on episode two, but um, Scarlet and Violet has a very distinct way of uh, handling its soundtrack that Pokemon hasn't really done in the past. So, yes. excited to talk about also, that. It also includes one of my favorite composers and does him a little dirty, Toby in my opinion. Fox but I guess we'll have to we'll Pokemon. have to go into that during the episode. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, that's the end of the episode. See you later, folks. All right. Uh, um, uh, let, me, also, let me get this prepared. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold oh. on. Uh, okay. We are Stages of Sound. Anywhere that you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, we're there. We're also on YouTube. That might be where you're seeing this. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, uh, I expected this to be on my channel at the beginning, but it's not on my channel. So go subscribe to Notecade. That's my channel if you want to see more music-y content. True. Uh, subscribe and follow this if you want to hear more stuff like this. It helps us get spread around as well. Uh, okay. Uh, everybody, uh, exit soundstage right. Yeah, that's that's the outro now. Yeah, that's a sick for outro. For sure. Okay. Guaranteed. <laughs> well, we've done it <laughs> twice now, so we have to. <laughs>